Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Wednesday, June 9th. As we get to the middle of the week, not much on economic front. We got a few little uh, earnings reports coming in, but not much at all on that front. So, uh, so the question is, what's Dave and I going to talk about? Well, we always come up with something. So stay tuned as we get ready to uh, dive into current affairs and what you may can expect over the next couple of weeks. But before we do that, remember, there's only one thing any of us can control within our portfolio, and that's how much risk you have. The problem is, is that you could have too much risk. You could have not enough risk. It's having the right amount of risk in your current portfolio. To find out if your risk lines up perfectly with your risk tolerance, give us a call at 863-382-0037. And with that, looking forward to talking to Dave. Good morning. 105.7 Light FM. Tears for fears are there. They call me Morning Dave, and it's 8.40 in the morning. What a concept. 20 before 9, time to check in on money and see what's going on on Wall Street. Yesterday was kind of a mixed bag day at the close. Let's see if we got a trend for this morning. From Statler Financial Services in downtown Sebring, we bring you Philip Statler on the phone. Philip, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Dave. Hey, doing well today, halfway through the week. And, uh, you know, the, the markets haven't done anything either way exciting, really. That doesn't look like it. Yesterday was kind of a, you know, kissing your sister day. The Dow was off by 30. Standard & Poor's was up by less than one. NASDAQ was up by 43. I think most folks with uh, normal portfolios would say that was pretty darn close to a wash for the day. I can't even think of too terribly much exciting that happened yesterday. Uh, and it kind of leads us into a tidbit morning today, because really the only big thing that's affecting everybody is uh, my Facebook feed was just absolutely crammed with people complaining about gas prices going up by something like 20 cents overnight. All those high-priced oil prices are starting to uh, come home to roost on us, aren't they? They are, and you and I tried to tell them yesterday, right, that we, we tried to give them a little heads up that they need to maybe go to the gas pump to uh, to get some gas. So definitely uh, a big increase. We continue to see um, oil prices continuing to go up um, substantially. Um, so it's up over 70 right now, and we're seeing the U.S. 10-year Treasury dropping significantly. Which is good news for NASDAQ, but uh, the oil price up doesn't help in the least. Yeah, I hadn't checked in the last 20 minutes, but it was uh, a few cents over $70 a barrel earlier this morning, which made me say, I don't really want to look at that. I'm supposed to be smiling. We're expecting to get a bunch of uh, inventory reports in later on today. I didn't see any expectations on them, but if, if we have heavier inventories that we expected, that might cap things down a little bit. But for the moment, uh, one of the uh, Facebook feeds was saying that uh, one of the gas stations in town was uh, clearing out old inventory, and they were kind of the last remaining $2.72 a gallon price in town. And everybody was... Uh, running them out of gas midway through the day, and then the tanker showed up, and doggone, it went right up to $2.95 a gallon. Yeah, that's what happens when they refill those tanks, isn't it? They get the current <laughs> price of the current gas market. So, um, yeah, and that was, uh, I mean, $0.20 cent bump. That's a that's a shocking increase. Uh, yeah, we're start, you know, you start looking at 8%, 10% in a single, in a single refill, 
you kind of know you're going to get in trouble. And like we said, with inventory prices uh, coming in later on today, as far as the petroleum industry is concerned, we may have a big jump either up or down tomorrow morning. Speaking of inventory, one of the interesting tidbits that I found while looking for stuff this morning, article that I found on one of my websites, is that uh, the biggest cap that we're going to see on the value of companies that we trade is going to come from the recovery economy itself. Inventory problems with all the shipping difficulties we've got from uh, from you know from over in the middle from over in the eastern block of countries, and uh, the problem with price hikes in those raw materials. We're going to uh, cap our retail growth a little bit by all the price hikes and inventory issues that we've got. We've talked about the cars being a challenge with the chip shortage, but that's kind of going across all different sectors of the retail economy. Oh, it, it definitely is, Dave. I mean, it, it's crazy out there. I mean, I ordered a, a new garage door, and uh, it was uh, 60 days ago, over, over 60 days ago, and it'll be, uh, it just got here. And it'll be the end of June before it gets installed. That's how backed up the manufacturers are trying to get goods to do it. And the other area that's really struggling is appliances. I've um, heard that. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, I've got, I've got people on Facebook yelling about the fact that they've got like six-month waiting lists to take delivery on special order appliances. If you like a specific color and model of something that the store doesn't happen to have in stock, you may be on a waiting list for six months waiting for that doggone thing to show up. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy. It's, I, I don't. I can't ever remember in my lifetime uh, being in this situation where where there's been such short supply of things that that we take for granted. Man, yeah, and I've, I've appliances. I kind of put in the under the heading of sundries for the home. I mean, you. You ain't going to live without a refrigerator, so it's buy what's in stock, people, because the odds are not in favor of getting that, uh, you know, that uh, bisque-colored through-the-door ice and water and with the extra features you had in mind. If they've got it in something close, just buy the dang thing. Uh, that's right, because it's going to be hard to get it. And not even special orders, Dave. It's just uh, just the whole supply line chain is, uh, you know, just standard inventory. is They're having a difficulty getting Understood. Talking about economics around the world, you found something earlier this morning, too, that was kind of interesting. We've been talking about concerns of inflation on our side of the pond. Four or five percent inflation sounds just monstrously high given our last few years. Uh, we're not alone. China's got an inflation issue, huh? China really does. I mean, their CPI came out earlier um, and it, it was softer than expected. Um, by about a by about three three tenths of a percent, but the issue is their their PPI producer price index. Uh, it was up nine percent. They expected it to only be up eight and a half percent, but that's the highest increase they've seen since two thousand and eight. Um, and then one of the things they look at is the um, the the spread between the CPI and the PPI, mm -hmm. and and that spread is the biggest it's been since nineteen ninety three. Um, which is a big deal. And so now China has come in and met and they are implementing price controls on uh, some of the products, which the article I read said, that's just going to increase the black market supply. But, um, but it's an issue over there and they're implementing some price controls. Understood. And when you're run by the Chinese Communist Party, price control has a completely different level of meaning that we have over here. Uh, that's right. It comes with a little bit of um, um, teeth behind it. 
uh, that and bullets. <laughs> you will not raise that price. Do you hear me? Uh, yeah, there's pretty pretty active black market over in China as well. So it's going to be kind of an underground economy over there while they try to figure out what's going on with the real market. It, it will be, and it's uh, you know we'll continue to watch them to see how their um, CPI does as you know as we continue to kind of watch ours. Understood. Other tidbits that I came up with, this is just more interesting and something to chuckle about. Tyson Foods announced yesterday that they have now set a corporate goal to make Tyson Foods, big meat packing company, net zero greenhouse gases by 2050. And my flippant response was, what on earth do you do with the cow, with the cow flatulence if you're going to do that? Just, we've got to get socially relevant no matter how big the company is, don't we? That's right. That's right. We do have a couple of reports, I know, from quarterly earnings as we really kind of pick up the dregs at the end of the earnings season. Philip, anybody we've heard of report today? We do have a couple of names that you will recognize. The first one is Campbell Soup. I mean, who wow. doesn't recognize Campbell Soup, right? Um, they, uh, they missed this quarter by about nine cents a share, came in at 57 cents a share. Revenue was also below forecast. They lagged a year ago figures that were obviously boosted because of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, this is really going to hurt Campbell. They cut their full year forecast um, because of what they see happening there. And so they continue to, uh, to struggle a little bit on that front. So they're down today a little over seven and a half percent. Wow. I do remember that the first quarter of the pandemic, Campbell was just absolutely doing gangbusters business because all of us were buying cans of soup to get through the week while we were eating at home. That's right. I mean, it was readily available right there and, and people stockpiled, right? They, they were, there was that, uh, the mentality that the world was going to shut down and we weren't going to be able to get to the grocery store. So people came in and, and just took whatever they could to make sure they had some, some food to eat. Uh, if we got locked down. Yeah, there was kind of a run in the grocery stores on soup. I do recall that now. We were, we made fun of toilet paper and cussed about that. But yeah, I remember the soup aisle got kind of empty there for a couple of months as well. Uh, you say they're off this morning? I've got them up a little bit on my delayed quotes. Uh, they were down 7.5%. Holy crud. Yeah. That is, my the delayed quote makes a big difference. Mine comes from before the report got released. Other indications? The only other one I have is Casey's General Store, and we don't have any of those down here, but but I've seen them as I've traveled through the Midwest and some of those areas. Um, they they beat substantially. They came in at like $1.12 a share, and they're only expected to make like $0.88 cents a share, so a good deal there. You know, they're a convenience store, uh, kind of like the Circle Ks are here. Um, mm -hmm. They uh, uh, continue to exceed on the revenue front, same store sales not including gasoline because gasoline is kind of a, you know, you never know what that's going to be, was up 12.8%. So they continue to see a steady flow of, of new customers as travel picks back up. That's going to help them more and more. And so uh, they're trading, still trading down today, uh, about 1.3%. Wow. Oh, by the way, just side issue to give an idea of what impact a report can have. I just checked the uh, individual stock ticker reports that I've got us from way back at 6.18 a.m. Campbell was up by 1%, 6.18 a.m. this morning. Then they put the report out and then they fell like a rock. One report really can make a difference, can oh, it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Wow. Can. 
quite have target just a just a tidbit target um mm. increase their quarterly dividend by 32 percent from 68 cents to 90 cents a quarter per share Woo. yeah I'll that's bet. a nice little increase i'll bet they're going up nicely this morning well, let's take a look and see let's push the button and find out yeah not not a lot they're up about a third of a percent it doesn't hurt. Resetting the table for the morning. It was kind of a nothing day yesterday, a mixed bag. The blue chips were off by a bit. The techs were up by a bit. 45 minutes before we opened this morning, Philip, what are we looking at? You know, we're still, the Dow's still in the same boat. It's uh, kind of like yesterday. It was flat, right? I mean, we're, we're 0% right now. Uh, the S&P 500 is up less than two-tenths of a percent. That's a little over $6. And the, and the NASDAQ is up about four-tenths of a percent. So a kind of a mixed bag again this morning. On the commodities front, we've got all uh, up numbers, green numbers, uh, some good, some bad, right? we got silver up a little over a half a percent. Gold's up about two-tenths of a percent. Crude oil, like we were talking about earlier, up almost a half a percent to $70.38 a barrel. Boy, I'm hoping for a real glut on those inventory reports later on today. We need something to depress the price on crude oil. World markets, it was a mixed bag in Asia. As you might expect, the Chinese rim markets kind of reacted to the uh, inflation figures. Otherwise, Japan had a little bit of a loss, but man, mixed bag would be the best description. Europe has a slight tinge of pink this morning. They're looking at our futures and saying we got no idea what to do, so they're drifting ever so slightly downward halfway through their trading day. Trying to figure out what's going to happen next, well, that's for crystal balls and weathermen. What you're going to do with your retirement generally involves requiring watching out for the risk factors and making sure you're ready. How do I find you to get the risk out of my retirement portfolio, Philip? You're absolutely right, Dave. I'm neither one of those things. But, hey, we can help you with the risk factor in your portfolio. Give us a call at 863-382-0037. Uh, you can check out our website at statlerfinancial.com. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730. And back here again tomorrow morning, same time on light. Philip, thank you so much. We'll catch you then, all right? All right, man. You have a great day. You too. Be well. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler. All right, folks. Hope you're having a great day. I want to thank you for joining us today. I really appreciate it. If you like what you hear today, please um, like our Facebook page, send this out, uh, tag your friends, family on here. Uh, you know, we're, we're available for any kind of, of uh, coaching that you may need when it comes to retirement, financial planning, those areas that uh, as you get closer to retirement and we're getting ready to add a new area. Uh, helping folks with their 401ks. So keep tuned. We'll bring you more about that coming up soon. Until then, take care. I look forward to talking to you again tomorrow.